I will feast at the table of the Lord. I will feast at the table of the Lord. I won't hunger anymore. Welcome to the table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. We worship at Island Creek Elementary School, 7855 Morning View Lane, every Sunday at 10 a.m. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. Walk down the street to the coffee shop Had to take a break I've been by her side for 18 hours straight Saw a flower growing in the middle of the sidewalk Pushing up through the concrete It was planning right there for me to see Flashing lights, the honking horns all seem to fade away In the shadow of that hospital at 508 I saw God today I've been to church, I've read the book I know He's here, but I don't look Near as often as I should Yeah, I know I should His fingerprints are everywhere I just slow down to stop and stare Open my eyes and then I swear I saw God today I I love birth. If you've spent any amount of time around me, you probably know that I teach birth education classes and you might even know that I've trained as a doula. Uh, to me, you see, birth is this, this really incredible, insanely powerful and yet ordinary event that happens in the course of pretty normal lives and Well, I just, I love it. For this reason, I, I love birth stories. And for this reason, I really love my own birth stories. If you're my friend on Facebook, you will see in the days leading up to my kids' birthdays that I recount their birth stories. In March, I tell Keegan's story. And and as far as as birth stories go, it's relatively 
uneventful a pretty ordinary story really i mean to me of course it's it's extraordinary but it's not that different from so many other uh, birth stories out there but in april in april i i tell Coraline's birth story and it is probably my favorite birth story ever I mean, of course, I am a little bit biased, but it really is such a good story. I mean, even though it was in the making for 41 weeks and, and five days, it really just spans from 11 p.m. at night to 1.38 in the morning. In two and a half hours, I went from not in labor uh, to having a baby in my arms. And, and it all happened between Fort Belvoir and the exit for Braddock Road off of the Fairfax County Parkway. After being nearly two weeks uh, past her expected due date, Coraline Fay decided she was done waiting and at 1.38 in the morning on the shoulder of the Fairfax County Parkway in the back of our salsa red Toyota Sienna minivan, I gave birth to a 12 pound baby. I mean, I love this story. Uh, for one, it completely sums up our entire life with our now three-year-old, but it also has this really awesome shock value, right? I mean, 12 pounds, shoulder of the parkway, salsa red Toyota Sienna minivan. You have to admit, right? It's, it's a story with a little bit of pizzazz. And because of that, I have told it many, many, many times in a variety of spaces. And without fail, I can always expect that the first question people ask, I mean, after the shock has, has worn off, is, but who delivered her? The answer, of course, is me. I delivered her. I worked hard for that birth. John, my husband, caught Coraline as, as midwife to this birth, but I, I in fact, delivered her. This, this answer confuses some people, and, and I know that it will, because in truth, we have a pretty skewed understanding of birth in, in this country. Well, in, in most countries, really. You see, even though birth is an example of an extraordinary yet ordinary event, we sometimes get so lost in the extraordinariness of it, we forget how ordinary it, it really is. Birth is, it's not new. It's not even something that, that only humans do. Birth is something that, that happens across creation in, in a variety of, of really neat ways. But as we humans moved away from our, our small communities and into urban and, and then peri-urban suburban landscapes and, and lifestyles, we sort of moved away from the, the really ordinariness of, of birth. 
When babies are born today in the United States, they are generally born in in hospitals where doctors dressed in, in sterile PPE swoop in after being called by, by nurses at the last minute. And after hours of labor by, by the birthing person supported by amazing nurses and, and, and partners and, and doulas, we give credit of the delivery to the doctor. It's just this thing we do. But that's not all birth in the United States. Uh, some births are attended by, by midwives. And, and those births are, well, they're really just different. The midwifery model of birth is, is holistic. It, it sees a, a birthing person as more than just fundal height or, or cervical dilation. At prenatal appointments that might last an hour or more, a midwife will pull out a, a Doppler, but she'll also spend most of the appointment uh, talking to you about your hopes and your fears and, and really often just your, your everyday life. By the time birth happens, your midwife knows you and you know your midwife and, and it feels like you're being supported by, by family. On the day of, of Coraline's rapid, rapid descent, I had just sat with my midwives hours earlier. At 41 weeks and, and five days and in the state of Virginia, I was 24 hours away from being required to transfer care to a, a physician I didn't know. I had literally tried almost everything I could to, to make this stubborn baby girl come and, and true to her, her stubborn form, she she'd refused. I did not want a birth experience that, that didn't include my midwives. I was scared and, and I was grieving. That day though, the midwives, they didn't tell me to, to buck up, to stop worrying that, that all that matters was a healthy baby and a healthy mom. Actually, they didn't tell me anything. Instead, Mayanne and Nancy, they just sat on that bed and, and helped me, knowing that all I needed was the, the comfort of their presence. That's the thing you see. Midwives just know because they've taken the time to really see you. In one of my favorite birth videos that I use in, I use in classes, a woman is laboring in a birthing pool and she looks up and she asks, how much longer? And the midwife quietly off camera and in the background calmly responds, as long as it takes. In the afterbirth interview, the woman tells us that, that she knew that her midwives were there not because they were in her line of sight, but because every now and then she would hear one say, you are doing perfectly well. I know that feeling. 
in Keegan's birth every now and again, I remember my doula, Megan, quietly saying, good sounds, or, or you're doing exactly what you should be doing. There's something really wonderful about that kind of, of gentle, intentional, knowledgeable support that, that just washes over you like a, like a bath of, of love. For midwives, you see, birth is extraordinary because it, it's new life emerging into the world. And yet it's also incredibly ordinary because when allowed to proceed in its own way and, and in its own time, it's rarely eventful except for how it makes us part of, of all of creation. It's, it's Mother's Day today, and I am so grateful for what my midwives have, have taught me about the extraordinary ordinariness of, of birth. And I sometimes think that, that really, our midwives are teaching us more than just that. They're, they're teaching us how to meet God. In Isaiah 66, verses 7 through 9, the Lord tells us of a truly extraordinary, unordinary birth. God says, before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came upon her, she delivered a son. Who has heard of such things? Who has seen such things? I mean, truly, right? Who has heard of, of, of such a thing? I mean, Coraline was a fast labor. Two and a half hours, it is not normal. You could almost say that as in verse eight, as soon as I was in labor, I delivered Coraline. Now, precipitous labor, though, it, it's a variation of labor. It, it's not normal, but it's also not abnormal either. And I can very much vouch, though, for the fact that a fast labor does not mean that it was an easy labor. Almost as soon as I was in labor with her, I was in transition and my contractions just stacked on, on top of each other with, with no time in between to rest. In Isaiah, though, Zion delivered her baby before she was in labor. Zion gave birth before she experienced the, the pain of labor. And no one, no one has seen such things. No one had ever seen such things. In Genesis 3, as punishment for her sin, God tells the woman that, that God will greatly increase her pangs in, in childbearing. God says, in pain, you shall bring forth children. This, this is the way of birth that, that birthing persons ha have known since time immemorial. Childbirth is work. It's hard work. It, it's why we, it's why we call it labor. And yet here in Isaiah, God is, is talking about a different kind of, of birth. This isn't the normal way of creation. God is, 
God is doing something different here. God is bringing forth new life. In, in verse 8, Zion is delivering her children painlessly. It's a powerful image, and, and it's designed to shock us into paying attention. And we need to pay attention because in verse 9, the image shifts. God asks, shall I, the one who delivers, shut the womb? God becomes the birthing person. Have you ever considered God in the labor of childbirth? But Isaiah 66 isn't the first time that we find this image, actually. In Isaiah 42, verse 14, God says, For a long time I have held my peace, and I have kept still and, and restrained myself. Now I will cry out like a woman in labor. I will gasp and, and pant. In Isaiah, God is laboring. God is getting ready to, to birth something. In verse 42.9, God tells us that the, the old things are gone. They have passed away. And now new things I declare. A few verses later, God tells us how, how those new things will come into being. God is God is birthing them like a person birthing a child, actively bringing something into being, sounding out their labor through their breath and through their breath, bringing new life into being. If you look all around you, you can see God birthing new life. Just the other day, as, as I was driving down Telegraph, I realized how green everything is now. Just a few short weeks ago, those leaves were just tiny buds waiting to appear. And now here they are, these bright green leafy leaves. It's new life birthed into being. I've also noticed an uptick in the, the number of, of baby animals, the, the birds, the, the foxes, the fawns. Soon, soon, we'll see the newly hatched goslings as, as they shut down Telegraph with their parades from the, the Coast Guard station to the pond that's just across the way. It's new life, birthed into being. And I cannot tell you how overwhelmed I am by all of the new babies. In John's office, in the last 15 months, 17 new babies have been born. And as sort of a, a pastor of, of some sort, I get the distinct privilege of knowing of a few babies who are on the way here in our own community. New life birthed into being. But none of these things, not the flowers, not the goslings, not the, not the new babies are, are outside of what are perfectly normal life cycles. Birth is on whole pretty ordinary. And yet 
each time, each birth is also perfectly extraordinary, made so because of God working in this world. Uh, sometimes, though, we forget that it, it's God doing the laboring. It, it's God doing the work. God is the one delivering new life. We, we run around, intervention happy, hooking a laboring God up to continuous monitoring and demanding that God tell us God's pain on a scale from one to ten. Uh, we, rush, we rush from one birth to the next, trying to make it just in time to deliver the new life, never quite getting there. And when the babies arrive in call, caught by a grandma or, or a spouse, we, we mutter about the nurses not letting us know with enough notice. We expect that we're the ones delivering what God is birthing. And we're so caught up in the task at hand that we don't see the miracle that just happened before us. But here's the thing. Doctors don't deliver babies. Birthing people do. And midwives, midwives know this intuitively. They might be ready to catch the new creation. They might even have to hook their index fingers under creation's arms and, and give it a little twist in a tug when the birth process stalls just a little bit. But for the most part, midwives take a watchful, waiting approach to birth. They know that if, if they don't interfere, if they provide the, the birthing person with, with support that, that resonates with that person in that space at, at that time, then the ordinariness of birth will play out into something truly extraordinary. God does... God does not need us to, to deliver God's new creation. God wants us to support God's labor through, through affirmation of, of all that, that God is doing. God wants us to be ready should anything not be quite right with this particular birth. God wants us there ready to catch that slippery neonate. But God does not need us to deliver God's new creation, especially when that new creation is us. You, you are God's new creation. God is working in you to make you new again. In baptism, you were born again and made new and, and each day, with every prayer you say, with every verse you know, every time you take the bread and the juice in holy communion through God's grace. God's spirit is, is transforming you so that you can be more conformed to the image of the one who made you. The elements of bread and juice are pretty ordinary. 
our prayers are pretty ordinary. Even the, the water of baptism is pretty ordinary until God, until God transforms them. The power of the Holy Spirit transforms these ordinary things and allows us to encounter in them the living God so that they become truly extraordinary, like birth. The ordinary event in the cycle of life Birth becomes a place where we encounter God in the miracle of new birth that transforms all that is ordinary into something truly, truly extraordinary. God does not need us to deliver God's new creation. God needs us to be midwives, aware of the ordinariness and, and waiting in that ordinariness for that which will be truly extraordinary. I, I love birth stories and I cannot wait to hear the story of how God birthed you into new creation. I offer this to you in the name of the God who births us all. The son who was birthed by a woman named Mary and the spirit who constantly births us into new life. Amen. Will you pray with me? Holy God of all creation, today is Mother's Day. And, and while for so many of us, it is a day that we celebrate, For so many others of us, it is a day fraught with complications and expectations and just not being sure of, of how we should feel, either because of difficult relationships or infertility or pregnancy and infant loss. God, for those who are struggling with today, Hold them in the palm of your hand. Shine your face upon them and give them comfort. So that in this day, 
I can see it not as a celebration of motherhood necessarily, but of the extraordinary ordinariness of birth that is all around them. Of birth that is happening even if they don't know it in themselves because of you. God, in our baptism, you have called us to new life. You have made us new. We are born again by your spirit, through your spirit, with your spirit, so that we can become your new creation in this world. Help us to remember your baptism today. so that we can remember our baptism and hear the call you have placed in each of our hearts to become your people, God. There is something extraordinary in the ordinary ways that you meet us, whether in birth or in the bread and juice of Holy Communion. Help us see you. Help us meet you in those moments of ordinary so that we can live into the extraordinary call of you. We ask this in the name of your son, Jesus. God born, birthed by woman. who taught us to pray these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Saw a couple walking by, they were holding hands. Man, she had that glow. Yeah, I couldn't help but notice she was starting to show. Stood there for a minute, taking in the sky. Lost in that sunset.
but I don't look near as often as I should. Yeah, I know I should. His fingerprints are everywhere. I just slow down to stop and stare. Open my eyes, and man, I swear. I saw God today. table